0: and
1: you're listening to the Intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. And here is your host of the show, Efren Guzman. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest today, she's a model and she's an action actress and she's a producer and she's also I've done plenty of cosplay. Ladies and gentlemen, Tatiana Dektar. Tatiana, how are you doing?
0: great thank you so much how are
1: you doing I'm doing very good um it's a pleasure to talk to you we've been talking for like 20 minutes you know before we even started recording talking about um your your shoot that you just did it for tomb Raider and everything so amazing um let's just talk about that a little bit before we get into that so you had a good shoot right the the pictures are great everything was great with that set oh oh my god you
0: know yes I'm uh-huh. Super, super, happy today because everything that could go right, went right, you know like one of those days when everything just works out and I got to work with some amazing people uh, among which my uh, really good friend and a sweetheart and an amazing photographer Riego, you can check him out on Instagram at Riego Photography, um, super talented guy and like very positive and um, we uh, had um, a small crew, you know like we did like it, it was more of a passion project, um, which might actually turn out to become something bigger, because um, you know, there's a couple of magazines that are writing an article on me, and if those pictures are going to be ready in time, they're going to get published, so that's kind of the goal. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but we'll get to do some really uh, awesome stuff today, and uh, I can't wait to share it with you guys when it's already out there.
1: Oh, definitely can't wait to see it. Um, So you started early at the age of fourteen, correct?
0: Yeah, um, I started modeling at the age of fourteen, which I'm super grateful to my mom for. She was Mm -hmm. really supportive, uh, supporting of me, of me, um, because uh, when I was growing up, you know, like I was like taken, completely taken by the fashion world, and uh, that's what I wanted to do. Um, And my mom. Like she said, that that's what you want to do, that's what you should do. So she took me to a, a modeling school, which um, there's not a lot of good ones, but I, I consider that I got lucky because mm-hmm. the school that I went to, they really legitimately taught us everything we needed to know, not only to model, but just to go out there and present ourselves, you know, like to, um, to um, act like a lady, you know, like, speak
1: properly, you know, like everything, mm-hmm. how to walk, how to talk, how, like, all of the mannerisms and gestures, you know, like everything, you know, like how to dress, how to do our makeup, <laughs> yeah. everything you can pick up. Oh, so, I'm saying, so, so you did all that, and, um, even at, uh, um, earlier, like, let's say when you was nine years old, is it something that you always wanted to do, or something you was pushed into doing? Um,
0: uh, well, I would say I wanted to... Do it since I was
1: probably like 12. Oh, wow. 12, 13,
0: something like that. Probably more like 13, yeah. Like 13 years old is when I uh, realized that I want to be a model. And uh, by the age
1: of 14, my mom said, okay, well, go out there and do it then. <laughs> wow. And you know, you also act, you dance, you do martial arts. Um, Was it all at the same time or it was just um different? How, how did you get to that point doing everything else? <laughs> Well,
0: um, that's a great question. Um, I kind of explored different creative outlets at different times in my life. Like when I was growing up, um, for example, when I was a kid, I uh, went to the ballet school and I did dancing. And um, at the same time, I went to an art school and I'd done some painting. And at the same time, I went to, uh, I've done some figure skating and uh, I've done some. Uh, I went to music school, and uh, I was, for several years, um, I was um, uh, an opera singer. Oh, wow. In a junior, in a junior division, and, um, yeah, and uh, I actually got to perform on some of the biggest um, stages of uh, St. Petersburg, and, uh, you know, it was solo program. So that was pretty exciting. It was, I didn't even realize what I was doing until I grew up. I
1: was like, "Oh wow, that was pretty." Cool. Oh, <laughs> you what? Know? Yeah. What are you? You're you're an alto a soprano or? Uh, I'm a soprano. Uh, I'm a soprano. I used to be soprano one,
0: which is the you know the the highest the highest uh, soprano voice. Like my voice was
1: going like, pretty high. <laughs> wow. Are there any, are there any, are there any videos of you out there singing opera, or no, there's nothing on YouTube that people can see? Uh, I don't think so. My mom has <laughs> had something somewhere, but, yeah. not only knows, <laughs>
0: I don't, I don't think I even have any photos, like, we didn't think about it
1: at the time
0: for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> like, right. my, my mom probably has something, like, had something somewhere, but,
1: like, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, there has to be something out there of you doing opera. I have to see that. <laughs> um, How did you get into um Hollywood? How how did Hollywood come about?
0: Um, you mean, like, how did I get here?
1: Yes. How did you arrive in California?
0: Meaning... Oh, no, that's interesting, because I didn't actually plan on that. It kind of just happened, um, because... You know, there I was, having my life all set up back in Russia, you know, having a career, you know, like, like everything I knew and everything I, I had was there. And at some point, it just kind of so happened that I got a chance to travel to the United States. First, it was a business trip, and then I was, you know, for pleasure. And then I figured, you know, like, it's such a fascinating country, and as love that I can remember myself. I, uh, I've i always liked, you know, America and um, always wanted to visit. Yeah. And um, I'm pretty sure it's probably because I watched a lot of uh, movies, you know, like you know, like I grew up basically listening to American music and watching American me- movies. And I was like, oh, that's pretty awesome. You know, like I want to keep with my own eyes. <laughs> yeah. And, uh Yeah, and I decided to take a chance and just, you know, kind of like take this opportunity and, you know, go out there and explore the country that I always wanted to explore. So I traveled down this way several times and the last time I came here, you know, um, it just so happened that life kind of turned out in such a way that I found myself living here. And I was like, okay, well if that's what universe wants me to do, then I should probably just accept it.
1: Oh. Well, what was the first job you had coming to um, L.A.?
0: Uh, first job coming to L.A., um, I worked at, uh, Miss Beverly Hills House of Design.
1: hmm
0: And I, I worked as, um, Um, I worked as a, like, a sales representative.
1: Yeah.
0: And that was my first job, I believe. I don't think, I don't think i have done anything else on American soil before that.
1: Wow. How was, how was being a sales representative? Was it a job that you like, or? I enjoyed it, yeah. It was,
0: we had a were fun crew. It was a, you know, like, I worked in the fashion world, and, you know, like, it was something that was... I don't know, it was just, like, I, I felt really, like, at ease, you
1: know? Like, I felt really, it felt really natural to me. Yeah, and then, um, how did you transition to everything else? Like, what was the first basic, you know, because you've done, you know, um, stunts and modeling and producer, what was, like, the first thing you actually did getting into, um, L.A.? Well, I actually have done, like, a bunch of stuff,
0: like, ever since then, because, like, any time I tried to have, like, a regular job, yeah. um, I don't, I don't
1: last doing a regular job, because it <laughs>
0: just, once you, once you leave, once you live this, uh, lifestyle of adventure, you know, like, you just can't go back to
1: being <laughs> <laughs> You can't go back so nine to a nine-to-five.
0: <laughs> no, no, like, just, no, it's just, the idea itself is horrible to me, it's, like, really threatening <laughs> to even think about it, <laughs> but, uh, I guess, like, while I was modeling throughout my whole life, like, starting, like, at the age of 14, you know, like, I kind of always modeled in the background, but it was never enough for me, mm-hmm. so I tried myself, you know, like, in, like, various creative outlets, and at some point when I was here in the United States, um, I started, you know, I was, like, playing around with, you know, like, uh, different, uh, programs on my computer, which Photoshop, uh, Illustrator, and stuff like that. And uh, I was creating some, you know, like graphic designs, and then soon enough, people would see my work, and they started, like, asking me, hey, can you, like, create a postcard for me, create the calendar for me, like, create the, like, um, like an album cover, like, like, stuff like that, you know? And I started, like, kind of, like, doing, like, little gigs here and there, and then soon enough, you know, like, i kind of figured you know what i'm this is my job now because like i'm like like, getting paid to do this and i'm loving it so i got into graphic design then after graphic design um i got into photography Mm -hmm. because you know it's kind of it was like graphic design was kind of like uh like the whole retouching um thing was like post-production part of the process anyway so a friend of mine said you know, why are you doing it for other photographers when you can pick up the camera and do it for yourself? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what, you're right, like, might as well. You know, like, I knew a lot about photography by that time, just from, like, constantly being on like, all kinds of sets. I mean, I worked with some really amazing photographers, and I learned a lot of things, you know, if you pick up stuff from here and there. You know, like, you know, like, how to light this, and, you know, like, the angle of that, you know, you, you kind of learn a lot of stuff. And I was like, "Oh, cool! Yeah, why not?" So I I got a camera, and I became a photographer, and I've done that for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. And um, after that, um, I kind of got into makeup, and I've done photography, makeup, and graphic design as a package deal. You know, like so I I was kind of like a
1: one stop shop. (laughs) Wow. Yeah.
0: Um, so that was really fun. It was challenging, like physically challenging, because when I did all the things, I I don't know if I do it the method. It has definite advantages to it because you have a total creative control. Like you know exactly what you're going to get out of that shoot because you are the only person who is in charge of you know, like, everything. You're, like, you're in control of what you're going to style it like, how many looks you're going to do, what kind of makeup you're going to do, you know, exactly the quality of the makeup because you're doing it. (laughs) So, like, you know photography, you know know what kind of uh, post-production you're going to do, like, everything. And, but physically, it was really challenging because usually if you're a photographer, you will shoot a set and then you get to rest while other people do their job. You know, like stylists, you know, like helping them all change, you know, like somebody's doing her makeup, sometimes somebody's doing her hair, and we get like a little breather, you know, in between. And I didn't get that, <laughs> so I said enough, I found, I discovered that it's pretty challenging. Like it takes a longer of time and it takes a lot more energy to do that. So like, I would still say, that's my preference is to work with a good team that I can trust. But sometimes you just get so attached to certain idea, You're like, well, oh, I want to do it myself. <laughs> you know? Just, yeah. Like, if you're a creative person, you know, like, you, you will be able to relate. Sometimes you just, just got to do it yourself.
1: Yeah. And you also done martial arts as well, too, right? You got into martial arts? Yeah,
0: martial arts is something that I always, always wanted to do, since I can remember myself, Um, because as I was growing up, I was actually fighting quite a bit in school, and I, like, naturally gravitated towards martial arts, because, you know, like, if
1: you're going to fight anyway, might as well know what you're doing, you know, (laughs) but my parents,
0: yeah, my parents at the time did not share that passion of mine, they didn't think that it was an appropriate thing to do for a young lady, so um, I mean, obviously, I didn't brag about, oh, hey, mom, I got to do another fight in school today, so, like, I didn't, like, come home, <laughs> saying stuff like that, so my mom
1: didn't know, <laughs> yeah.
0: so that's why she didn't think I needed it,
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: so, but after I grew up, of course, you know, like, eventually, I found my way to martial arts, and uh, I can't even express how happy it makes me feel, you know, when I do martial arts. It's one of the most fulfilling things in my life. And uh, I'm super grateful to my Sifu, Sifu Sal Redner. Um, hi, Sifu. And uh, I want to say hello to my Kung Fu sisters and brothers uh, for my group that inspire me and continuously support me. Like, amazing people. love them so much. And, um, like, yeah, this is, like, probably one of my favorite, favorite things do in my life right now, aside from, you
1: know, creating, something doing cool stuff. It's so amazing because you have, you've done so many things that, you know, some people usually have one thing that they do, but, you know, you're like, you're like a chameleon. There's so many things that you're involved in. And also you got into cosplay. How did um, Tatiana get into cosplay? Like, um, was was you always a big superhero fan? Like, how how did you come into that world too?
0: You know, yeah, you could say so. Um, I was a superhero fan since I was a kid, um, but my love for superheroes k- came from movies originally. Like, I got my hands up to comics later, but um, growing up in Russia, I didn't always have access to that stuff, or maybe it's because I'm a girl, I don't know. For some reason, I just didn't come across that a lot, mm-hmm. but um, I watched... Different animations, and uh, I watched different movies, and I fell in love with superheroes instantly. It was, it, it was just, you know, love at first sight. And I was oftentimes imagining, how would it be like to just dress up like this and be one? Halloween being my, you know, like favorite, you know, one of the favorite uh, celebrations of the year. Just because I like dressing up in the costume. <laughs> so I was like, you know what would be really awesome if I could do Halloween like anytime I wanted to. Like if I could do like, like play dress up like anytime and nobody would think that it's weird. And this is when I discovered that that's what they call cosplay. You can dress up as any character from a movie, from uh, animation, from comic books. In anything, really, um, and th- there's conventions that you can go to, and uh, like you can express yourself that way. Uh, it's a lot of fun. A lot of cosplayers make their own stuff. Like, like I made a few things with my own hands, and I can tell you this: that as excited as it, you know, it gets you like to. Put something on, and you know, like it never existed, and all of a sudden, boom! Like a couple of hours of work, and it exists because you made it. You know, like makes you feel really good. But cosplay, I discovered because of my work for Batman the Sun um, Studios Superpower Beatdown. Yeah, and I've uh, portrayed a couple of different uh, uh, characters. Like I portrayed uh, Domino. In the episode 16, um, Joker and Harley Quinn versus Domino and Deadpool.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then I portrayed Mary Jane uh, Watson in Spider Man versus Dark So well, I started going to different conventions. You know, I, I think the first one that I went to was Mm-hmm. And I was completely blown away with a variety of different cosplays and I was like, Oh my God, yeah. this is amazing. I love this so much. So I just kept kinda kept going to different conventions, like mostly representing that and son and uh, doing different panels with them. Um, shout out to my friends from Bethlehem, our director, Aaron Shankar and uh, our uh, stunt team, our Nikolai Zankavo and Sean Shonke. Like, hey guys, like everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so um, th- this is kind of like what gave me the start into this beautiful world. Um, and then I just kind of Go then in and started cosplaying different characters, doing photo shoot, and, and it became increasingly more popular and uh, I started getting recognition and uh, getting invited to, you know, like, travel to different um, conventions, like for example in the end of May I'm going to Space City Con uh, in uh, Houston, Texas, super excited about that, um, so yeah. It's pretty
1: awesome. <laughs> yeah, you know, superhero beatdown is so popular because then you'll see like different fights. You know, they'll have the Green Ranger, like you said Darth Maul versus Spider-Man. They have they have so okay. many so many different 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 imaginations that fans would think up in their minds and then they they actually can see it there. Um how big of a fan are you in superhero beatdown and um what's your favorite so far superhero beatdown to date? Oh my god. This is Such a tough question because To be honest with you, there's like several
0: beatdowns that I mean they're all pretty amazing, but there's several of them. Can I can I name a few?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, out of those that already out, (laughs) (laughs) out of those that already exist, (laughs) (laughs) I would say I absolutely love um, Joker and Harley Quinn versus Domino and Deadpool because first of all, it's uh, a two-on-two battle. And I, I believe that this hasn't been done before. Like, this is the one-of-a-kind beatdown. And it's full of humor. And yes. all of the characters are just, like, so awesome. Like, it's just super entertaining to watch. Actually, it's, a lot of people say that that's their favorite down for those reasons. Um, but another one that I absolutely have to mention is Batman the Darth Vader. Yeah. And... If you want to see something spectacular, that's what you need to watch. Because, especially like the alternate ending where, I don't know, spoiler. Uh, spoiler
1: yeah, You gotta say it, spoiler, yeah.
0: I don't know, like, well, I mean, millions of people already seen it, but I don't know, like, basically Superman is involved in the alternate ending and. Like I really, 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 really love Kevin Porter's portrayal of Batman.
1: Yeah. Like
0: I think to the day is the best Batman that I have ever seen, and I'm talking about among every single one of them out there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like including the big screen Batman. And um, yeah, like I mean, if you haven't, if you haven't seen it, I, I highly recommend that it. it's so beautiful, A beautifully done in every way um yeah so i think those are my favorite and of course final members of basketball because it's just super entertaining and i got to watch those guys do some incredible stuff As far as far as you know the stunt team did such an amazing job and it's just It's incredible. I mean, like, to see people flip around like that is just
1: mind-blowing. Yeah, that, it, it's it's amazing. If people haven't seen Superhero Beatdown, check it out on YouTube. It's free. You know, there's a lot of episodes there that you could catch up on. But it's every nerd's dream to see all that. Not even nerds, geek, or whoever. Cool kids, not cool kids. And everybody who has an imagination and played with toys and action figures. This is like toys come to life. Like everything you could ever think of, you know, you can see in this. It's
0: a good time to a geek.
1: Yes, yes, yes. <laughs>
0: Tell you what, it's a good time to yeah. be a gig uh, right now. Um, there's another uh, superhero show that you might want to check out. It's called Kiosk with Issues. It's yeah. absolutely new. Yeah. It's a new comedy web series that um, we're producing with Truly Indie Studios. And it was uh, co-created by um, Shaka Piccinino, Brian Saskin, and myself. Yeah, and uh, we are releasing our new episode this upcoming week, yeah. and uh, that one is so much fun to uh, to film and to to watch as well.
1: Yeah, let me just say, you was a badass Wonder Woman. <laughs> I, I enjoyed that little <laughs> that segment. It was so good. You Thank know? you so much. You know, well you... in the new in the new segment, uh, I am playing
0: uh, Black Widow. Uh-huh. So it's going to be a little tribute to the new Avengers movie coming out, uh, next week. So, I'm
1: super excited about that. Uh, going back to episode one as Wonder Woman, um, you was phenomenal as Wonder Woman. Um, did they tell you to come up, like, with, like, they gave you bullet points or this was all improv or you already had, or you had a script to, you know, for well, the, the, the truth, the truth is that the thing is
0: scripted, um, yeah. and, uh, our amazing writer we have an amazing writer on the team, our amazing writer is Brian Suskin. And but we all contributed to it because um uh Sean Piccinino will pitch in ideas because he's a director, you know so um, I will pitch in ideas because I'm portraying the characters online. so I'm like what if she said that? What if like what if I say this this way, you know, but ultimately Brian is the one that does the writing for the project and God knows he is amazing.
1: Yeah. If if um if Wonder Woman talked as much as you talked in that um the that short, it would have been Wonder Woman would have been so much more in Batman versus Superman because I think Wonder Woman <laughs> Wonder Woman with your voice it was amazing. Oh my goodness! Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm serious. It was really good. Thank
0: you so much. I appreciate it. Now, be sure to check out our first episode featuring Deadpool.
1: Yeah, that was really good, too. That's a really, yeah, that's a really fun one, too. Uh,
0: Deadpool was portrayed
1: by Doug Allen. Yeah, you and Doug Allen had good chemistry, too, as Deadpool and Domino. That was really good, too. Yeah, it's actually the same guy. Oh, that's the same guy? It's the same guy. Yeah. Oh, wow. So that's why the chemistry was so good.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of... um, Cross pollination between uh, the two uh, production companies. Batman Tui, the studios we're all friends.
1: We oh, all work okay. on, uh, you know, like on
0: the variety, a uh, variety of projects together. Like for example, um, Aaron Shanka is playing uh, one of the principal characters in the Six Feet Down Under,
1: yeah.
0: which is a. Uh, um, an action web series produced by Truly Indie Studios, and uh, he is basically one of the most featured characters there. Oh. And we're kind of play an on screen couple.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm playing his love interest in <laughs> 60 Down
1: Under yeah i don't it, it's it's so much it, it, it's good and refreshing because um there's you know there's you know people wait have to wait for the movies to see these characters come to life but you know you know with passion projects like this and a web series like this people can actually see characters portrayed in you know, in a true to comic book form, what you know, true to comic book form way. Um, do yeah. You, yeah. Do you have a lot of fun doing it? As you know, and plus you're a big time fan. But do you have a lot of fun working with these people and wor- working with all these creative talents?
0: Absolutely, and you know, um, I do absolutely love it when you know, like people creating, you know, like the character on screen being true to the character's nature like every time that we review the script as we go over the script and you know like we kind of like go through the lines we ask ourselves is there something that this character would actually say and do and if we doubt it then we kind of like brainstorm and we try to figure out what is it that it's supposed to be Sometimes we even, you know, like ask fans online. We we say like, w- what do you think if this situation happened? You know, like what would this character do, and you know, like how would they react to that, and what are their abilities? Because some some fans know more about the character than I do, for example. Mm-hmm. Um. So like for example, when we were filming uh, the episode 16 of Superpower Beatdown, the Joker and Harley Quinn versus Domino and Deadpool. At that point, I didn't have an extensive knowledge about Domino. Yeah. Like, I didn't know a lot about her. Like, I knew that the character existed, but I didn't know the character in depth, and I needed to gain the knowledge really quickly. So, I, aside from doing my own research online, I actually went on my fan page on Facebook, and I asked the fans, I said, Hey guys, you know, um, what can you tell me about this character? Like, how does she react to the, like, different situations, what is her personality like, you know, like, anything you can tell me, any links you can post, post, like, your favorite artwork, like, I want to know everything. And I have to say that in a lot of ways, the reason why the character came off so good is because of the fans showing me that support. They, like, I cannot tell you how clever some of the comments were, like, they... Like they knew so much. Like they, they like went. Some of them went like in depth, like analyzing her, like from psychological standpoint. Some of them gave me references to like different sources, like oh she did this and that, you know, and such and such, you know, like uh, you know, like so, like such and such sources that she she's like she did this and that and kind of stuff, basically. Without them, I wouldn't probably do as good of a job as an actress because they actually help me to understand the
1: character yeah. more in depth. Yeah. I was gonna I was gonna transition to my next question, but you pretty much answered it. I was gonna ask you what are your fans like, but you know, what are your fans like? You know, they, they, they are very supportive that about anything that you do, um, you know, um yeah. cosplay wise, acting wise, right?
0: They're absolutely amazing. Um, I must have done something right in my past life or something because <laughs> I, I noticed that, um, you know, all of those like cyberbullying, you know, like, yeah. like out there somewhere online. I don't have that on my page. For some reason, like all of the people on my page are really nice and kind and intelligent and like supportive like I love reading through their comments you know like they have really constructive feedback um they help me a lot in my researches you know anytime when I have any doubt about anything you know like any question about like a character or something like or like the direction that I need to take in life sometimes I'm just like you know what I'm gonna ask the people you know like they know I mean like there's, there's this sense of um the common knowledge you know, like, basically, and by that, I like, guess I mean the the knowledge that we all share, you know, like, like together, you know, like, united. Um, if I don't know something, something else that I'm connected to might, so it's good to, like, throw it out there, like, hey, what do you know about this and that? And you always get really, you know, like, really nice constructive information back so i have to say i'm super grateful to my following and like they're they're pretty amazing they're inspiring and supportive and
1: i absolutely adore them um also i was going to ask you too what has been your favorite cosplay costume to wear so far
0: goodness uh, how do i choose <laughs> like it kind of depends because some of them get you really excited because you adore the
1: character, but they're not comfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some
0: of them are spectacular, but again, like not not necessarily like the most like comfortable thing ever. And uh, some are really comfortable, but like not necessarily anything you know unusual. <laughs> yeah. So I don't I don't even know I don't even know. Well, let me think. Let me think. Um. I really like my Electra cosplay.
1: The Electra cosplay. Um.
0: Or? Yeah, I really like Electra. and I love Wonder Woman. That I did for uh, Superpower Beatdown that's coming out. To, scheduled to come out in November this year.
1: Oh. 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 So. Well. What's. What's in. Um. This. What's. What's. Who are you gonna fight as Wonder Woman? Uh, I'm sorry. I said, who are you are? Are you gonna fight as Wonder Woman in the Superhero Beatdown in November?
0: Yeah, there's a super, um, a super power beatdown that's coming out later this year that we have pretty much almost completed uh, by now. Like we only have one more scene to film, and it's Wonder Woman versus Wolverine. And wow. The, yeah, it's a pretty intense beatdown, like really unusual in a lot of ways because Wonder Woman can really... Give a beating, and Wolverine can really last through a beating. Yeah. So this one is going to be very interesting. A lot of people at first were like, "How is that even a matchup?" But if you think about it, unless you know who Wolverine is and what his superpowers are, you know, and the fact that he heals really fast, uh, you really won't be able to destroy him fast enough. He's going to get you, you know. Like so. Like at some point, chances become pretty
1: equal. Wow, I can't wait to see that so, in November. Whew, that's gonna be good.
0: That's gonna be. I'm not gonna lie to you. That was one of the most. Like, if when you asked me what's your favorite beatdown, yeah, I was like, well, out of the ones that are already <laughs> out there, <laughs> that's fine because I think this one is gonna be my favorite one because it's really, it's really beautiful. Um, like. The guys at the Sun um, did something really, like, spectacular with the location of scouting. Like, it's, it's going to look just amazing.
1: Oh. Tatiana, I was going to ask you, how do you stay in such great shape? Like, how do you maintain your figure? Like, what do you do?
0: Well, um, that's a great question, actually. Well, for one thing, I believe that um, one has to... Eat right and i'm not talking about dieting i'm talking about just a balanced balanced nutrition where you don't overeat and uh, like there has to be certain culture to the way the way we nurture our bodies i i'm actually a firm believer that stuff like that should be taught to us at like at an early age in school because this is one of the skills that you have to it's a skill like, you can learn that. Um, it's one of the skills that you can, that you will have to use throughout your entire life. And I stay pretty active, you know, like, oh, filming a lot of fight scenes, doing martial arts on a weekly basis. Um, I work out, you know, I go on hikes. I love going on hikes. Um, stuff like that, you know. So, basically, just eat well and uh, stay active
1: have you ever had any serious injuries as of yet
0: um depends what you call a serious injury like i don't think i can say that i had serious injuries but i had some injuries i've um i had mild injury to my back before which luckily you know like so pretty you know quickly i've uh, torn my hamstring and uh, that took a while to heal. Um, I have I had like a really bad sprain. Like my ankle took a lot of beating, I will tell you this. Wow. I sprained my ankle several times throughout the last couple of years. Same one. The same, <laughs> and, uh, oh
1: my
0: God. <laughs> same exact one, yes. And uh, like, I remember one of the times when I sprained it, I sprained it when I was training. I was preparing for the super bar kick down and I was training, uh, really like, like intensely, like, like a lot. <laughs> and um, I was training with uh, some dumb people uh, at the gym. And I was working on a like, new kick that I never, I'd never done before. And I sprained my ankle, and it was like really painful. And I said, you know what? Let me um. Step out for a second. So I stepped out. Stepped out. I went into the ladies' room and I like ran like cold water over the over the sprain. Uh, like my my ankle started like getting getting really like puffy and you know kind of like I don't know. Probably wasn't a wise idea to come back and say I'm okay.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that's what I did. I I came back and I said I'm okay. I'm fine. <laughs> and uh, the people I was training were, were like, are you sure? I'm like, hey, I'm powerful. <laughs>
1: like,
0: what was probably even more stupid is to do the same exact kick that got me injured the first time, oh.
1: um,
0: like in the first place. And uh, I sprained my ankle again, even worse, on the same day, twice. Oh, my it God. It was so, it was so, I was just too stubborn to quit. I, was, I wanted to, like you know, macho to it, you know, but I'll tell you this, like, I should have at least done something different, I guess. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I did the same thing, made the same mistake, and it got the same injury, even worse, second time, after which, you know, the, the, the guy that I was training with was like, you know what, you had enough. You know, like, go, go sit over there. You know, like I said, I'm like, okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, it was
0: pretty bad. I couldn't walk for, like, I think, like, over a week,
1: oh, I couldn't walk at all. wow. For yeah. Over, wow, over a week, you couldn't walk at all?
0: Yeah, it's, I couldn't I couldn't step on it. Like, I could feel the pain, even if I didn't move. So, like, I think that's probably one of the bigger injuries that I got. But, like, it's, we just feel, it's, like, it's close to nothing. Oh, one result, Wonder Woman versus Wolverine, I got stabbed. Oh. <laughs> By accident, of course, but. I like I broke off the Wolverine claw with my elbow. I guess I st- step in my um arm and uh, like I guess it hit the nerve because I saw like colors for a second
1: and like oh. out. <laughs> Wait, so was his claw real, dip? He had a real claw?
0: No, they were, You know what? They were prop claws. But um, the guy that plays Wolverine, his name is Jonathan Carroll. He is. He is a professional bodybuilder, aside from being a professional martial artist, actor, you know, a really talented guy. And his body mass, I think, is 260-something or 60-something. I'm not sure, but it's a lot of pounds. Wow. <laughs> and when uh, like, when we were doing our you know, our routine, it was at the end of the day, and we were doing it on a stand and it was like super slippery so he slipped and tripped and started falling towards me and it just so happened that he was in such, his body was in such a position that the claw was already facing me Yeah. and it happened so quickly like he didn't have enough time to regain the control and he yeah like he accidentally like stabbed me and the reason why Like, it went through my flesh, I guess, because I was moving towards him, she was moving towards me, and, you know, like, with the body mass and the speed and velocity, like, it just kind of, like, split the tissue. And uh, I still have, like, a little scar left to remind me how awesome that they were.
1: (laughs) Well, lucky you, you know, lucky you wasn't really seriously injured, but wow. I
0: mean, yeah, I mean, sometimes things go seriously wrong. That's why, I think it's really important to give a spotlight to the stunt people. Yeah. Because the stunt people, the stuff that they do on that I kid you not, like they're like superhumans. Like it's it's really amazing. Like like and I I'm, personally I'm not a I'm not a stunt woman, I'm an action actress. There's you know, like, a difference it's like yeah, I do my own stunts, but like I'm talking about stunt people who can do like incredible stuff. Like, like, and I'm not even talking about just flips, you know. Like, there's like so many things that they do that you didn't know a human body could do. That mm-hmm. um, and they they do it over and over and over again, and they get hurt, and they just kind of like, suck it up and you know like, get back up and keep doing stuff and keep smiling and like you will never know that this dumb person is hurt unless they're like really badly hurt like I mean they get hurt and they just kind of like move on and keep working and keep being nice and keep keep being awesome you know like I have so much uh, like
1: admiration for them. Yeah, I know, we were talking about that earlier, and, you know, a lot of stunt people do a lot of work, especially for actors, and it's hard for a lot of them to get recognition because, you know, they come up in the credits, but the credits is like towards the end where everybody's usually walking out the theater unless it's like a Marvel film where it's an after credit scene, but, you know... Like, we were talking about Colossus. There was a lot of people that played Colossus, and not everybody really got credit for that. But, you know, that's something... Oh. Yeah, you know, that's something we could go on and on about. But, um, yeah, stunt, you know, everybody, stunt performers, everybody that's behind the scenes, you know, everybody who, you know, takes the fall for people, everybody deserves to have, you know, credit for that. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, no, Um, it's, it's absolutely not fair because if you will even for a month, remove all of the stunt people from the industry, Yeah. I don't know how much they're going to be able to sell out because even in the projects that you don't realize, the stunt people were used. Yeah. Like, stunt people are everywhere. Like, without stunts, you would not have the same quality movie. You would not have your movie. Like, action would not exist as a genre. Like, a lot of stuff in comedy or drama wouldn't be possible, not to mention horror genre. I mean, I, I guess it's going to be all, like, you know, like all animation.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: but even, even though, you know, like, it takes mocap artists to create that, and that's not work. Because mocap artist is purely, um, it's purely physical um, type of acting. And I've done, a, you know, like a few mocap projects, and I can tell you this: nothing I've ever done before was as tiring as a mocap work. Because literally, like all you do is physical stuff. You the kind of things that you do as a mocap artist. Like, it's not even, like, normal, regular, you know, like, stuff for human body to do. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's true. That's true. I'm yeah, so- actually, a, f- a good friend of mine um,
0: played uh, Colossus, and he also portrayed Godzilla and um, many, many other characters that in the project that you probably all, like, know of. His name is T.J. Storm. He's one of the best in the industry. Like, he also happens to be my karate sensei.
1: So like I I know about this industry like from the first you know like first source. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like you know, you're talking about T.J. Storm. He's been in a lot of stuff, and you know, a lot of people don't know it because probably they don't stay for the credits, or you know, if they check it out, sometimes you know, he, probably he's not in the credits. That's. Kind of the unfair thing because, you know, like we was, you know, it, it doesn't get recognized like that. But, you know, a lot of people like that who do the stunts definitely need to get appreciated.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, which is why a um, couple of months ago uh, there was a peaceful rally that was led by Jeff Wolf. He's uh, um, a famous uh, stunt coordinator in Hollywood. Oh. And uh, I was blessed to recently work with him on the Rush Hour TV series. And, uh, yeah, there was a peaceful rally, and uh, a lot of, like, stunt people showed up, and uh, we just kind of, you know, like, hung out together, you know, like, uh, trying to convince the academy to include uh, a category for a nomination for a stunt coordinator, because, like, which which would be, like, a tribute to the stunt team working on a project because it's about, I I feel like it's spare, it's about time that some people started getting the appropriate recognition for the the kind of work that they do because a lot of times actors will say like, oh, I do all my own stuff, you know, but um, like, no, no, that's not entirely true because I just saw a picture that one viral the other day online, you know, like, where you're standing, like, with someone that looks just like you in is dressed exactly like you. And I'm thinking to myself, could I be that? It's your that did all this, you know, the work. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, so, like, huge, huge thank you for um, all those awesome guys who make it make it possible for us to to, you know, like, to have the movies that mm-hmm. feature what
1: we thought was possible. Definitely. Um, you talked a little bit about it. We just talked about it. You did the, um, the Rush Hour TV series. Um, How is that like? Because, you know, there's a lot of movies that, you know, they, they're doing a, um, a Lethal Weapon TV series. Now there's a Rush Hour TV series. You know, they're taking a lot of movies and making it in TV series. Um, How was it being on that set? Was it good? You think the show is going to do okay? It was really amazing.
0: And Rush Hour is one of my favorite um, movies, yeah. Like, I love the franchise, I love, absolutely love Rush Hour 1, 2, and 3, yeah. and uh, rumor has it there might be another one around the corner. Wow. Um, I, I don't know for sure, but let's hope so. Yeah. Um, let's hope so. But I really, really enjoyed working on the Rush Hour TV series. Uh, I have to say that it's pretty amazing to see a lead actor to really do his own stunts. Like, John Tzu did, like, he plays Officer Lee, Officer Lee, who was portrayed by Jackie Chan in the, in the franchise. Um, he really did all of his own stunts. Um, and uh, Justin Hires, uh, he's uh, playing Officer Carter. He's absolutely hilarious. He's so much fun, like, mm. Like, on and off screen. Like, he just has this sparkling personality. Like, super engaging. So, I felt so absolutely absolutely happy to work on the project. It was really dynamic. Um, I had a really cool uh, fight team with John Fu. And uh, it went really well. Uh, Actually, Jeff Wolf, I mentioned him previously. He was the one who was uh, coordinating it did an amazing job, really talented staff coordinator, so, like, I had the total blast, it was, you know, like, like a dream come true, like, with, like, I mean, I can't even tell you, like, I, I just love this, uh, franchise so much, it's one of my favorite movies ever.
1: Mm-hmm i I definitely hope it's awesome i i i really hope it's good because I don't know like usually in movies and t v shows sometimes it's like eh, you know you know Buffy the Vampire Slayer was the exception but um, I really hope this sh- show does take off
0: yeah i I had some really really big reviews about it like it's actually on uh every Thursday night if you uh feel like you know um diving into it and you know. <laughs> sharing the world of action
1: with us. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tatiana, what are what are your favorite foods and music and clothes? Like what's what's your favorite food?
0: My favorite food. Um, you can't go wrong with sushi.
1: Ah, yeah. I, I agree with that. <laughs>
0: but but if I had to choose this one dish that I could eat for the rest of my life without complaining, it would be kale salad and salmon. Wow, really? That's my yeah, I love it so much. <laughs> Even thinking about it gets me
1: excited. <laughs> wow, I would have never thought kale salad? Wow. I probably thought you would have said probably pizza or something, but kale salad? Okay, that's different. No, I'm not
0: a, I'm not a huge fan of pizza. I only eat pizza like every now and then on set because, um, I don't know, it's kind of like a little ritual. You know, like I eat like something that I'm not supposed to be eating. Like yeah. I eat it on set and I'm like... Like, I feel
1: like I'm rebelling against my own system.
0: So <laughs> like a little rebel. It makes me feel like I did something mischievous, you know?
1: <laughs> so,
0: I mean, better on a smaller scale, right? So, like, there you go. Some people don't I just eat pizza.
1: <laughs>
0: but, I mean, don't get me wrong, though. Like, it happens so rarely. Like, most of the time, like, I try to stick with a healthy nutrition plan. Mm-hmm. Like, because the better you eat, the closer to nature you eat, the more energy you will have. The more energy you will have, the more you will get done. Because even if you have all the time in the world but not enough energy, you will not accomplish much. Mm-hmm. So if you want to achieve something in life, you have to be really smart about how much you sleep, how much you eat, how much you drink
1: water. Yes, that's true. That's very true. Um, how about your favorite music? What's your favorite favorite artist or favorite song?
0: Oh, my goodness. Um, music really varies, and I go through phases. Yeah. Um, and I like all kinds of different genres, and, of course, I like uh, classical music since, you know, I spent my childhood being an opera singer and, you know, like a ballerina.
1: <laughs> yeah. i
0: listened to a lot of that. Um, but, like, on a daily basis, um... It varies. It, it kind of changes It shifts all the time, but right now I guess I'm listening to um, Pablo and cozy
1: Yeah. Um, what else? Yeah,
0: but I mean, if, if we were talking about something that never changes, there's like a number of artists that are always amazing. Um, yeah. They are not, you know, like time doesn't doesn't touch them, like, for example, Beatles,
1: yeah.
0: that's, that's something that, um, like, probably every generation of my family loved, and kind of, like, I kind of inherited it, and I'm going to pass it along to my kids someday, yeah. so, um, yeah, I would say the Beatles would be one of those tireless artists.
1: Oh, um, um, Tatiana, what is the, your most marked characteristic? Like what? Like are are you very outgoing? Are you very like what? What is what? What is when people see Tatiana, what they're gonna say? Oh, she's very funny. She's very outgoing. Like. Um. Okay. Well. Um.
0: Okay, Let us see. What do my friends tell me? Um. Yeah. They they say that I'm outgoing and funny. Yeah. But I would say that I am a weird blend of extrovert and introvert because. When I'm, like, when I'm being social, I'm really social. Yeah. And when I'm at home, I'm, like, really, like, I go deep inside of my own thoughts. And, like, sometimes, like, I don't know, like, sometimes I feel like I should probably know myself and people would not recognize me because I'm, like, in a deep thought, like, thinking about something. Sometimes it's me creating a story or sometimes it's me, like, just contemplating about things, you know, like like, experiences, like, reflecting on new experiences and kind of, like, sometimes just making plans for the future, I don't know, like, I either go, like, like, almost an extreme extrovert, you know, like, I'm super social, or I just go into my own world, and, but I usually do that when there's no one around, because I'm very, um, I'm very aware of the people around me, and um I usually try to stay very much in tune with um with everyone in my space you know like like I'm trying to create um a certain balance like around me when I'm socializing with people probably maybe because i'm uh my my is in Libra and mm-hmm. uh like a lot of the signs in my chart are actually in Libra signs, so that sign usually tries to create balance and harmony look like at everything
1: It's all about balance harmony and beauty <laughs> yeah um w- um what is your own personal model in life uh like what do you mean what is your own personal model like what like do you have like a a a quote that you live by every day like a s- uh, like a, a saying that you follow or Oh yeah, absolutely. Like right?
0: the most important one is, uh, I think, do no evil.
1: Do no evil. And uh, mm-hmm. and always be a little kinder than necessary.
0: That's um, a quote that I picked up from a company that I used to model for, and sometimes we would do um, a seating session, and I would. Is standing in front of this board, and they have this quote on the board, and it said, "Always be a little kinder than necessary." And I looked at it every time, and I thought to myself that truthfully, that if everybody would live their life that way, we would live in a much better place. And uh, I try to keep track of my actions and you know how I treat people and how I talk to people and what kind of energy I project and I try to follow
1: that rule at all times yeah. um so far Tatiana what has been your most memorable moment professionally uh, most memorable what I'm sorry your most memorable moment professionally most
0: memorable most memorable moment um I had a I had a bunch I would say um um, in what sense? Like, something exciting that I did or something that I always wanted to do and it
1: happened or something I did for the first time? I don't know, like... No, well, that well, was, like well, so well, well, something something that's so far professional, anything you professionally done that's been memorable. Like, you know, is so far the Deadpool and Domino, that's been your most... That's been the highlight of your professional career so far, you think, or...?
0: Uh, you know what? I would say that Okay, that, like, the award of the most memorable moment of my career goes to Into the Silent Sea. Yeah. A a film by Andrew Landin, it's an award-winning film, it won on uh, over 14 film festivals, and I was nominated for the Best Actress. Yes. Um for this particular for my work in this on this particular project and I would say that to me this one holds a special place in my heart because for one thing it was made by a foreign person mm-hmm. in the in the United States mm-hmm. about my country of origin about Russia and mm-hmm. it's a time piece and it's a love story and it's absolutely beautiful in so many ways and beautifully executed and uh, I was amazed by how this person, Andrei, never been to Russia. Mm-hmm. Like, he took on this project. He was really brave to take on this project and he managed to... To recreate that, like he had that Russian spirit in the movie, you know, like he managed to capture that by just working with uh, us, you know, like all he had really was us and the research that he's done, and it was pretty mind blowing how accurate, like it was pretty accurate. It's, It's just it's just amazing to me that a person that's never been to the country managed to portray the country so well.
1: Mm. Um, how, long you did it, how long did it take for you to prepare for the role as the Russian astronaut?
0: You know, I wouldn't say that too long because when I actually read the description of the character um,
1: before I even auditioned for it, I was like, oh my gosh, they're looking for me. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs>
0: you know, The description was so close to who I actually am, and, um, like, a lot of the traits, she even had the same name, her name is Tanya, Tanya is my short name in Russian, Tatyana,
1: yeah.
0: like, if you, like, my nickname in Russian language is not Taty, it's Tanya.
1: Tanya, okay.
0: So, when I, when I read the description, and I saw the name, I was like, that, that's pretty much me, you know, like, she had the same, kind of beliefs, you know, like, and she went through life in a similar way, like, it was really, 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 like, close to, uh, who I actually am and what I do, you know, like, in my life, and, uh, I, I can't say that it took me an enormous amount of time to become that character, I just needed to basically kind of, my personality was already there, um, I just needed to kind of, like, do my research about what happened to this woman and, you know, like, how is she dealing with it, you know, um, and memorize the script. So, like, it was probably one of the, you know, in a sense, easier projects that I've done just because I'm so close to the character.
1: Oh, that's amazing. Um, um, uh, you know, um, also, like you said, it won 14, um um awards you know winning over 14 awards and it's a true true film that it's really close to your heart and you're passionate about it right yes amazing um what do you um i was gonna ask you also um what do you think um for the cosplay world um um, You know how there's the conventions, there's it's so hard for people to get in, like the San Diego Comic Con is just insane with people waiting on lines days and days, and it's just crazy. Um, What do you think, you know, people should, what, well, what do you think Comic Con should do to make it better for the people, you know, the everyday people who want to go, but that they can't because the lines are so crazy or tickets are sold out, like, what do you think could change for Comic Con?
0: Well, they, they are doing it. I feel like they're doing it. They create more uh, conventions throughout the year that people can go to so that it, it kind of, like, relieves some of the pressure of the San Diego Comic Con. San Diego Comic Con is the biggest um, and the most known, the most popular uh, convention, like, for cosplay culture in the world. And uh, I think, you know, like, Everybody knows about it, even if they're not into comic books or cosplay or, like, superheroes. Like, I mean, one way or another people are pretty much aware of that uh, convention, but I just feel like they can make it even bigger than it is now and there will still be more people wanting to get in and there will still be lines. It's just super popular. So I don't think that it's going to change much. There's not much that can be done there, but what they do is um, there's a, a lot more conventions that you can go to that are pretty... Amazing as well. You can go to Kamikaze, you can go to WonderCon, you can go to anime expo, you can go to Space Con, you can go to Wither World. Like, there's a lot of different conventions that you can go to, a lot of different outlets um, in different states, too. Um, so, you can choose the one that's you know, closer to you and is a local one because, in the end of the day, they're all really similar. You yeah. know, like they're all fun. just size is different and maybe some shows may vary but like this culture is growing and every year like all of those conventions become more and more spectacular more and more interesting and people become more aware of them so the popularity of those conventions grows and therefore the quality improves so like if you didn't get into san diego comic con it's not the end of the world yeah. yeah, I would say check for your local conventions in your area that are coming up that you can get into that you know are easier for you to get
1: into and Tatiana my final question to you is what would the Tatiana of today tell the Tatiana of yesterday Oh yesterday um, I would say
0: have faith in yourself and do your best. And that's pretty much the rule because in the the words of Walt Disney that I have as uh, my screensaver on my phone so that I see it every day and remind myself about it every day, all our dreams can come true if we have the courage to pursue them. And I will repeat that because That helped me through a lot of moments of doubt in my life. All of our dreams can come true if we have the courage to pursue them. And it's true. Get out there. Find out what is it that your purpose is. Find out what is it you want to do. And give it your everything.
1: Yeah. Also, dreams are meant to be caught. So definitely follow your passion or follow your dreams if anybody does have that out there. Absolutely. Absolutely, Uh, I agree Tatiana, plug anything you want to plug Um, If there's anything I left out Just, you have anything upcoming Anything that's coming under Horizons for you? Yes,
0: absolutely, like, uh, there's a couple of Really exciting projects that um, Are being released next Week, actually, one of them Is uh, Heroes with Issues, is releasing The next episode Featuring uh, myself as Black Widow, and uh uh, I would suggest definitely check out Truly Indie Studios on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, Batman the Sun, another wonderful YouTube channel that I suggest to subscribe to, is releasing um, uh, uh, Optimus Prime versus Iron Man episode. It's the first ever animated episode the Superpower down And I suggest to check that out. It's going to be epic, to say the least. <laughs> it's going to yeah. be amazing. Yeah. Uh, and uh, please feel free to connect uh, on social media. Uh, if you want to look me up, uh, the fastest way probably just to go to my website. It's uh, com, which is T-A-T-I-A-N-A, D E K H T Y A R dot com and I will be happy to welcome you to join our online family that is rapidly growing. <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah. And also if they want to see pictures of you in cosplay, right, they could just Google you and see you in all your different costumes.
0: Absolutely, um, you can see those on my uh, Facebook fan page, I have uh, an album that's dedicated to just that, it's called Action and Cosplay, and there's some pictures of me with, uh, you know, like, wearing different cosplay outfits, or, you know, like, posing with guns and stuff, like, doing some action stuff, Um, so yeah, please check it out
1: yeah and then and people want to see your IMDB um DB page and they can see all the stuff that you was in from shorts to TV shows they definitely could see your um, resume and see how many stuff you've been in especially the heroes with issues and the superhero beatdown absolutely
0: absolutely yes uh please uh stop by the IMDB page and uh um give some love to the project that um I worked on and uh Ultimately, like all of those links you will find on my website,
1: so like this is a good place to start. Yeah, not only is she beautiful, but she's also tough and she could kick anybody's ass. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't, yeah, let's not, let's not, let's not put it this way. probably not everybody. <laughs> well, some, most, most. How about most? <laughs> Thank you, though. Know, we're, we're, we're peaceful warriors.
0: You know, like the film
1: industry, we're peaceful warriors. We're just creating art for you guys to enjoy. Yes, and the art is most appreciated by the fans and everybody alike out there. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much, Tatiana. I appreciate the conversation, and hopefully, we could talk again in the near future. Thank
0: you so so much. Um, Much love to everybody.
1: Stay blessed. Yes, and I hope everybody out there was intellectually stimulated by way of mobile devices. Have a good one, folks.